Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. I hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight as Carter, the Power Bryant, joins us at 7.30 on a Monday like he always does. Looking forward to that. A lot of things that we got to discuss with our good man, Carter Bryant. C.J. Daniels, the wide receiver from Liberty which we will discuss about here tonight, has committed to LSU. Kevin Peoples, also the outside linebacker, DN coach from Missouri, comes over with Blake Baker to LSU. We'll talk to him about that. Bo Davis is making his way back to Baton Rouge. Lots and lots to discuss with our guy, Carter, the power Bryant. We will talk a little bit about the staff, where I think things are at the current moment. We do have to bring up an interesting conversation about one Tommy Reese. I know that you don't really want to have it. I think it is obvious that we have to have it, and we will. We will, because it's a Monday, and we got lots and lots and lots to discuss. We don't have time to waste when it comes to that. Also, LSU men's and women's basketball fall to the University of Auburn. I actually, it's crazy, and a loss against Auburn for the men's basketball team came out of that game feeling a little bit better about them to some extent versus the loss for the women's who, quite honestly, you know, everybody wanting to put it on Angel Reese. I think some of that is fair. Not all of it is fair. She was not the only one that was off. We'll talk a little bit about the men's and women's basketball team and their loss to the Auburn Tigers, who I think it is a worse loss for the Lady Tigers because Auburn Lady Basketball is not that great. And Auburn, well, their men's team could win the SEC this year. So some people believe that they're the best team in the SEC. We'll have to let that play out and see. I don't know if I fully believe that, but nevertheless, we'll discuss it. Oh, and we'll go around your SEC uh, here tonight, too. Uh, Ryan. With a $2 Super Chat, he says, I dare you to bark tonight. Yes, this is a little bit of a joke because I'm just coming off of the Rafino and Joe show where it's like, hey, man, have you ever met a Georgia fan? They just walk up to you and bark at you. You know, like, what? Let me let me just say something. Do you know how uh, unmasculine it is for a man to walk up to you and start barking like a damn fool? I mean, I think Georgia fans are cool. I never really have had issues with Georgia fans before. I think they've been relatively okay, you know? I mean, I've never really gotten into many run-ins with them. But I just think it's weird that they come up and bark at you. Ooh! Like, calm down, Shiloh. You know, like, calm down, Air Bud. Like, what are we doing here? I think the Shiloh pull was a really good pull. Air Bud, another good one. Classic. The classic Airbud. 
Airbud made more free throws than the men's and women's basketball team for LSU and one scene than we did in all of this weekend. So might need to get Airbud out there to make some free throws. But yes, that is what Ryan is referring to. I dare you to bark tonight. I barked a little bit, rough, rough. <laughs> but yes, indeed, that was something that we were talking about. Talking about Georgia on the Rafino. Uh, and Joe Show, if you haven't done so already, y'all just go over there and hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Heath Menard, what's up, man? With a $4.99 Super Chat says, good night to sip on some brown water, Blake. Yes, that is true. I do not have any tonight, Heath. No, Bourbon Blake will not be here tonight, mainly because I think that we got a lot, uh, a lot to discuss. But the weather is definitely dictating that after the show tonight, and obviously we'll have a little playoff game here between Tampa and the Eagles after we get off. I might go get me a little brown water, a little bourbon, and – I probably will uh, sit down and watch the football game with a little glass of bourbon. Nothing wrong with that, but you're right, Heath. Definitely will do that. Thank you so much for the Super Chat. Want to make a quick announcement. If you haven't done so already, man, y'all need to get over to the forum. Um, we're about to really start cranking things up over there. A lot of things that we we hear, some recruiting pitches. If you have not, or recruiting pitches, re- things that we're hearing in recruiting, if you haven't done so already, I, I strongly urge and ask, a lot of you threw in some coaching stuff today that I'm hearing, throw in some recruiting stuff, even put in my own pick for a 2025 LSU target where I think that he is going. You need to go over to the form AYSSnetwork.com. AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. Sign up today. Look, you could have a month's worth of LSU news and intel right in your tip of your fingertips for less than a cup of lar- or a large cup of coffee. Why not? Why not? You need to get over to the message board uh, and do that. So a lot of lot of big things um, going on with the forum. I, I'm really excited for that. Uh, Paul Tom Martin says, Bourbon Blake is suspended for throwing unnecessary strays towards Chili's. What if I told you guys, well, number one, that is true. And number two, um, what if I told you that I had, Someone that <laughs> someone higher up at Chili's reach out to me. I was just making a reference. I even told the guy at Chili's, you know, I mean, Notre Dame fans infiltrated our show. I started making fun of Chili's and, you know, people at Chili's didn't get too, ex- weren't too excited about that. I tried to spin it in them sponsoring the show, making a whole joke, but they were not. They were definitely uh, uh, not enthused. Uh, Jude on YouTube says, Rafino and Joe show is great college football content. I greatly appreciate you saying that. Uh, Semper says, it's the Iowa caucus tonight. Just saying. I don't know what that means, um, but if it is, good for them. Good for them. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know who's going to win. Don't really. <laughs> Shows how much I really pay attention to it. It's probably a bad thing that I don't pay attention to it. I just, you know, I don't really care about your politics. I hope you don't care about mine. I have my thoughts, opinions, and decisions. So if you don't care, I don't care. It's whatever. I did have somebody ask if they could do a political podcast on AY. Are you serious? Sports Network. I'm like, no, I don't really think that we are a, a political podcast. Chance Babin says, I subscribe today to, to you and uh, Joe show. I appreciate you doing that, my man. 100%. Brian Turner with a $4.99 super chat. Thank you so much, Brian. Says a lot of LSU fans truly, truly don't grasp just how huge it is to have Bo Davis and Kevin Peoples. LSU could soon have a front seven that's better than Georgia's. They have a lot to um they have a lot to live up to, but I agree. That's actually what we're starting off the show tonight with. Uh, is to Brian's point, we talked about this when Kevin Peoples was a was hired at LSU. I don't think people get it. Like I, I Brian, I, I'm with you. I'm one thousand percent agreement with you. Uh, I don't think people understand how big it is. Now, you got to continue to do what you're doing in the hires that you're having by going and hiring really good guys in the back end. We'll talk about that here tonight. There is one rule. We've talked a lot about Corey, excuse me, Corey Raymond on this show. Tonight, I'm not doing it. I, I'm not doing it. What? 
Okay, good job. Okay, go show mommy. Daddy's on the show. I can't, buddy. We're on the show, man. You, you can't come in here and take your shirt off. No. So y'all want to hear a little, y'all want to hear a little something. Um, <laughs> my son learned, my son Ben learned how to take his shirt off. And he, he goes up to people and be like, Hey man, watch this. I'm like, buddy, you can't just walk up to people and take your shirt off. You know, go like this. Go, oh. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear him, but he literally, he's running around the house right now and he's screaming yeehaw. What Lord, what have what have I gotten myself into? He's just taking his shirt off, literally running through the ho whole house screaming yeehaw. <laughs> Lord help us. Lord help us. Uh Bundy says we need the defensive tackles. I agree. Dylan says Tulane is on fire in the portal three five stars. Um Mario Williams. And um, and Shaz Preston are not five stars. If I'm not mistaken, I don't even think Shaz Preston is rated on any of the. I could be wrong. I 100 could be wrong there. I I, I don't I don't know that. It, it it's a it's a big it's a big deal for Tulane. Guys, Shaz Preston won't play here. I, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna call it what it is. Like I, I see a lot of you on social media wanting every guy that's in the transfer portal. And for what? Because he's not playing at Bama, and Bama had a worse wide receiver core than we did. We're here. They were about right here. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude to the kid, but I see people panicking about Chess Preston. I'm thinking, what in the hell do you think C.J. Daniels is, which we will talk about here tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan says magic bands in the house. Don't put that evil on me, man. Don't put that evil on me. I don't give it. I don't really care if he was the number one overall player in the country. Guys, the, the guy did not, could not find the field at Bama. What makes you believe he can come here and play? Like y'all, y'all would rather celebrate a Shaz Preston going. So, or, you know, talk neck. Can I go on a quick rant? Here's a quick rant before we get rolling. Here's a quick rant for everybody. Why is it that you're so negative about a Shaz Preston going to Tulane, but you're not as celebratory for a guy like C.J. Daniels, who had 10 touchdowns and 1,000 yards last year, coming to LSU? Why? Why? Like, why? Do you... Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at do you not realize Shaz could not hit the hit the field at Bama? They were begging for dudes to hit the field. Shaz could do some great things at Tulane. Don't not saying that, but come on. Also goes to a point too that I want to make. Bama misses on recruits all the damn time. I, I don't, uh, guys, I, I saw y'all all weekend, all weekend, talk about, oh, oh, why did we go after C.J. Daniels? Why didn't we go after Shaz Preston? I I, 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 I don't, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't, I, I legitimately don't understand it. it it's baffling to me. It, it's, uh, quite honestly, it's borderline, fuck Read what I'm about to say because I'm going to mute myself. But it. Okay. <laughs> I just don't. I, I don't. I can't grasp it. I, I cannot grasp it. 
Come on, man. Like, Jesus. I, I, I don't get some of your logic. You're tagging me and you're, oh, what about this? What about that? What are we talking about here? All right. Let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. Wherever you're listening, watching, on YouTube, specifically, like, subscribe, notification bell. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Our good friend Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty. Listen, storm's coming. You're going to have some time to possibly sit at home by yourself. If you're in real estate, call Tyler. Alexander, call him. There's not a better team of realtors that you can join better than Tyler Alexander and all everybody that's joining him. Dude, they're they're killing it. Like they're they're killing the market right now. So if you're in the market for it, hey, maybe you just need to sell your home. Call Tyler Alexander today, 225-955-0008. He'll get your home sold. Don't go anywhere. We talk about the staff. We talk about CJ Daniels, Carter Bryant. At 7.30, we got a lot to discuss. Don't go anywhere. We're back next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. We're back. Let's get to it. So I'm just going to bring this up because this was going to be our main topic for tonight's show. But Brian Turner, we read this earlier, basically talked about and said in his super chat that he doesn't think that people fully understand how massive of the hires it was that LSU just made and Kevin Peoples and Bo Davis. Maybe some people do, maybe they don't. Maybe you're not familiar with Kevin Peoples and Bo Davis just being the living legend. Obviously, he was at Alabama for two stints, at Texas for two stints. A lot of people in the South know who he is because of his track record in the SEC. Listen, I, I, I don't think, from my opinion... I do not think that you can make two better hires than than Bo Davis and Kevin Peoples. Now, they got a long way to go to get you back to where you need to be. We've talked about this at, at an, I just want to even say it, at an obnoxious rate of what I think LSU has to do along the defensive line. A lot of people have asked about, well, what do you think that they're waiting on? I think, well, you can go through spring. There'll be another transfer portal window that will open. Maybe they attack it that route. But one thing is for sure, and I I want to make this really well known. We put this on our forum uh, today. Five-star defensive lineman Don McKinley was in Baton Rouge this weekend and met with Bo Davis, who is already in Baton Rouge. Guys, he solidifies what some people believe to be the number one player in this class. He solidifies him being here because... He is one of the better interior defensive line coaches in the country. The way that he develops, the things that he has done to get guys to the next level. Look at how good Texas and Texas interior defensive line was just this year alone. I do think that you are adding a duo, though, between Peoples and between Bo Davis that quite honestly can get you to that next level. LSU and Brian Kelly is in a very very interesting situation. 
you do have teams in the SEC out there like Texas coming in and like Georgia, who's won two of the last three national titles. I do think that there's an opportunity now with you hiring the staff that you have hired along the defense. And look, we have not talked about Blake Baker in some time, even though it's relatively new that he's been your new D.C. We have not talked about the three of them in the combination that you have in your front seven. I, I, I will make an argument that I think that I can win here. I think it would be very hard-pressed for you to find a better staff that will coach your front seven defensively better than Blake Baker, Bo Davis, and Kevin Peoples. In our last show, we talked about Kevin Peoples and the technician that he's been having 11 all-conference players in the early parts of his career when he was at Arkansas State, having multiple draft picks and guys that were all-conference selections, very low-star and low-ranked guys that Kevin Peoples developed at a place like Tulane, a place like Missouri that didn't have a lot of help all right, along the defensive line before he got there. Now, they've had pieces along their D-line before, but look what they did this season. I could make the argument that it's the best trio of staff members in the front three that you could go and realistically get that either number one has ties here, number two is from here, or is coached here. It, it, it is an all-star staff that you have. We're going to talk about all offseason, the concerns that I have and you have along the front seven. But I will continue to say this. We are, you're, you're going to be very hard-pressed to find a better front seven than the one that you have when it comes to the staff. Just making sure I don't have any breaking news here. We do not. Now the question becomes, how do you round that staff out? How do you round out the staff when it comes to what you do at DB? I, I, I got I got to tell you something. I, I don't specifically know that there, there's enough out there or that they've made full decisions yet on what they're going to do at DB. Now, can it come relatively quickly could we look here tomorrow or Wednesday and they've hired a pair of guys to be the next DB coaches maybe so I know that TJ Rushing's name the safety coach from Texas A&M has come up multiple times we'll have to wait and see on that one we'll have to wait and see does he follow a does DJ Durkin you know go and be the next defensive coordinator at Alabama does he follow Durkin to Alabama T-Rob Moving on to Georgia to be a co-DC, who knows what happens there. But one thing is for sure that I like personally that maybe you're not familiar with. And let me give you an example. Under Ed, you knew every move that was on his chessboard. Every single one. Now, you know some of the chess moves that Brian Kelly's going to make. But Scott Woodward and Brian Kelly aren't taking those for an answer. I think it is a breath of fresh air to be able to have a coach in an AD that does not overreact to the situation. Now, I know that you want the DB's coach. Hell, it could happen tomorrow for all that we know. But I'm telling you, give it time and let them do their due diligence. I know that some of you want Corey. I know some of you want this guy or you have that guy in mind that could be the next DB coach. But the bottom line is they are doing their due diligence on what they think or who they think can come in here and be a part of bringing what some of you already believe that Corey Raymond did, DBU, back. I know it seems easy to just hire Corey, and that might be the path that they go. I've told you before that I feel like that there's a split decision there. They are going to take their time. They are going to make the decision that's best for LSU. Why not praise that? You know, I, I do think that there has been a little criticism on, well, what's taking so long? I don't see it as that. I see it personally for myself as, well, I'd be I'd be freaking out if you, you just making hires left and right just because you wanted to. I'm glad that they're taking their time. 
Let's move the offensive coordinator really quickly. This is the one that I have that is the biggest question mark for me. The biggest question mark for me is in the opposite direction is I do think that you already have two guys on staff that could be co-offensive coordinators together. It would It's one thing when you have guys that are already on staff and guys that are already a part of your program that you elevated for a bowl game and technically, at least to our knowledge, they have not elevated completely yet. I'd still lean and will continue to lean for now that I think it's going to be the co-OCs of Hankton and Joe Sloan with Sloan calling the plays from the booth. That's where I feel like they're going to go. I do think that there's a wrinkle in this equation, though, that we will have to monitor, and I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just throwing the obvious out there. Have no sourcing on this happening or that there's even been conversations yet, but it's something that we will monitor. Tommy Reese will not be the next offensive coordinator or will, will not be retained at Alabama. If you don't know who Tommy Reese is, if, you, if you're unfamiliar or you just miss remembering, Tommy Reese played quarterback for Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. He's offensive coordinator for Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. And Brian Kelly tried to bring Tommy Reese from Notre Dame to Baton Rouge. Obviously, that did not happen. He stayed at Notre Dame, then came to uh, uh, Alabama with Nick Saban. I do think that if all else fails, I, I, I just could completely envision him being an analyst at LSU or potentially even coaching tight ends, maybe a position he hasn't coached. But I could see Brian Kelly making that move. All I have been told as of now that can change that will be Sloan and Hankton. Can Brian Kelly get his way and won't Tommy Reese? I think it's a scenario that we have to play out. Now, what happens if he comes here? I do think that there's something to be said that Tommy Reese does have more um, play calling experience than Joe Sloan and Hankton do. I also think that I'm old enough to remember at least that Brian Kelly actually had fired Mike Denbrock at Notre Dame a long time ago and brought him back and look what Mike did at LSU this past year. I don't think those are the I, I don't think that those are the same thing or mutually exclusive. I would have serious question marks around it. Now, I know a lot of you don't want it clearly because of um, Tommy's just not had a good track record. And you've seen what Joe Sloan can do with Garrett Nussmeyer. Obviously, you have Bryce Underwood that's committed the number one player in the country for 2025. With all the things that I've known and seen, if it were me personally, I would promote Sloan and Hankton. I do think that there's – I do have a little caution – why that's not permanent. Could it be tomorrow? Yeah, it could. But I do hold a little pause with Tommy Reese just sitting out there in the ether. Tommy not, might, might not want to come here. He might want to go back to Notre Dame, might want to go to the NFL, might be an offensive coordinator job that's open somewhere. Who knows? Still going to take a long, hard look at and see what LSU's going to do here. Maybe they make him an analyst. Okay. We got Carter Bryant, should be now. I do want to get to one thing, though, before we get to Carter, the power Bryant. Very quickly, C.J. Daniels, the Liberty wide receiver, committed to LSU this weekend. 6'2", 205-pound wide receiver who made a hell of a name for himself this past year uh, at Liberty. Obviously, a lot of you, if you watch bowl games or you watch uh, the championship weekends, you saw what C.J. Daniels uh, can do. Had a massive year this year. Massive, massive year this year. I know Carter did a uh, film breakdown on him. We'll talk to him about C.J. Daniels. There's one thing I want to get to that I just want to point out. In 14 games, this young man had 55 catches, 
1,067 yards and 10 touchdowns. I, I, I've seen a lot of you, like, not celebrate this uh, commitment more than you probably should. The kid can flat out ball. The kid could, 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 and we've seen already have the potential to be a number one. He could come in here and do that because now he has a quarterback, unlike what he had at Liberty, that will throw it all over the yard. One thing that I've said even, you know, starting last year and what LSU has done offensively, I am not going to question what LSU does on offense. Until they show me the inability to recruit and to develop and to score points at a high level, who am I to question them? Now, a lot of that is Jane Daniels and what he did last the last two years at LSU. That is true. They still brought in Jane Daniels to do that. They still went out to the portal and brought in a Heisman Trophy winner. You know, I'm sure a lot of you saw this weekend, this or this past Friday, the argument I got into it with an alleged LSU media guy. What are you talking about that LSU is not going into the portal and dominating on offense? What do you call Jaden Daniels? What do you call a guy who is an 1,000-yard receiver with 10 touchdowns? Well, Blake, he's at Liberty. I don't care if he was at Rudy Poutek. I don't give two Rudy Poots where he was. He can flat out ball, look at the film. Because there was a wide receiver that had almost identical stats to what C.J. Daniels did a year ago. I don't think he's him, but just bear with me. Keon Coleman had the same type of stuff, and look at the impact that he had at Florida State this year. C.J. Daniels is a massive, massive addition. I'm just not going to question what LSU is doing along the offensive side of the football until they show me that they can't recruit and they can't develop or call plays. Guys, you've got the number one quarterback, number one wide receiver, number one running back in this class already. It's January of 2024. January of 2024, and you have those three kids committed. I'm just not going to question him when it comes to personnel. All right. Let's get to Carter Bryant, our man, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Got it. Got a shirt made with his wife's face on it. Y'all seen that? Did y'all see that? Carter got a got so so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> let's let's get to our guy. Let's talk about our good friend though before we get there. Over at Avid Inspection Specialist, mold inspections, asbestos inspections, lead inspections, drone inspections, they do it all. They have the 11th month new home warranty inspections. All you gotta do is give them a call. 225-717-5591 or go over to the website avidspecialist.com. That's avidspecialist.com where peace of mind happens. LHI number 11331. Let them know that Blake at AYS sent you on by. Carter Bryant's with us next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana Another families week. and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. 
Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Carter, the power, Bryant. Good evening, good sir. How are we tonight? Blake, on the best show in Louisiana. So happy to be with you on a glorious Monday. Lots of things to talk about. Here, you got the NFL playoffs going on and uh, a lot of news with the, the LSU Tiger Tackle football team. Yeah, and I know Tampa just scored. It could be the Saints. I know. I'm, I'm telling that, you. That's what pisses me off. As Tampa's up 10 to nothing right now, that's what pisses me off, Carter. Fire Dennis Allen. Can I just get a Christmas miracle? Can, D- Carter, can I tell you something? Dennis Allen sits when he pees. <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't agree more. And That he the sits thing when is, he pees? Yeah, that and even more so not even discussing the Buccaneers, but – it's, it's crazy when you saw what Green Bay did to Dallas yesterday. And the Saints are nowhere close to Green Bay. And what did Green Bay have? They have a nice, young, exciting quarterback, lots of youth at skilled positions, and they have someone that actually knows how to call plays. They have an <laughs> offensive-minded head coach. But no, the Saints say, look, we're going to run it back, crappiest OC in the NFL, aging team and we're just going to burn a really good defense so that's that's basically where we are right now we could be the cowboys now that would be worse (laughs) god they got their cheeks clapped yesterday all right carter bryant is joining us buddy look let's just start here because since the last time that we've had you on bo davis has been hired kevin peoples has been hired and cj daniels has committed let's start with the staff uh, first, Carter, I said that I thought of the front seven with the staff. I don't think that you could have hired a better staff than what you did. Am I wrong in saying that? Am, am I wrong in being as high as I am on this defensive staff? It's crazy because your friend, Big Game Boomer, of course, had them one and two as the best defensive line coaches uh, in, in America. Bo Davis and Kevin Peoples. They're really good. Um, you know, if you want to turn the clock way back uh, to when Arkansas had those great teams, Kevin Peoples was on that staff then. The right. guy has squeezed a lot of juice out of everywhere he's been. Out of guys, and, Carter, that aren't really highly recruited dudes. Right. And so this is Kevin Peoples uh, I'm referring to. Obviously, Bo Davis is Bo Davis. He's been one of the best defensive line coaches uh, in the country uh, for a long time. There's a reason why Texas was paying him a million dollars a year, and there's a reason why LSU is giving him more than that to come back home. So, like, he couldn't have done better than that. And a lot of people have been wondering, well, you know what? We were not getting the, 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 the high-profile transfers. I'm so glad that they went on ahead and got the staff solidified. You're not going to get any high-profile transfers if the transfers don't know who they're playing for right. yet defensively. I would prefer to pay the coaches before you actually decide to deal out any deals for any big-name transfers uh, that are out there. Now that you're putting together your defensive staff, and they will get a good defensive back coach, hopefully in the near future, then you can go get some big-name transfers. But obviously, going from Blake Baker to now building the defensive line, you went from a defensive staff last year, Blake, where you had – One very young coach in Steeples, but the other coaches really didn't have an elite Sterling track record at their previous stops. It was one of the big reasons why I was anti-Madhouse from the get-go. But these guys that they have hired have recently been at the very top of their profession at their last stops. So this is a good day and a good period to be an LSU Tiger football fan. Carter, let me let's stay on them for just for just a moment. Um, they got an uphill battle when it comes to personnel in the interior of that defense, though. They do, uh, Blake. Yeah, I mean it, it's a mess, and and you know if you're Jacoby and Killery or Jalen Lee, you're getting the golden opportunity here uh, to to take that next step, even though. Um, in particular, Jalen Lee, he's not really done a whole lot as a Division One Power Five football player. This is it. 
Okay, and I don't think that they want to start Dominic McKinley from from day one or Sean Washington um, from day one. So obviously some misses in recruiting obviously hurt that room and uh, three really talented players going to the NFL also hurt this room. It would have been really nice to have Mason Smith back, but he decided to go to the NFL as well. So, yeah, Blake, it, it, it stinks, but hopefully the new defensive line coaches can take them to the next level and it's not just dt blake it's the ends as well that uh, that's got to get better because last year as you know as a former offensive lineman lsu just could so not bad. set the edge it was so really- bad well carter i think blake baker comes in here and wins the argument or discussion with brian kelly on using harold perkins more out there finding yeah. way and i think he, he finds ways to protect perk in the run game yeah I, i'm with you on that blake it, it's and, – and I know what a lot of people would say, and you and I know this just from experience, uh, watching Harold Perkins. Stopping the run is not his big thing. We, we saw it in particular in the A&M and Georgia game from two years prior. Mm-hmm. But LSU didn't stop the run last year. Uh, they didn't set the edge last year. And one selling point to Harold Perkins could be, look, if you can become better at defending the edge versus a run – your NFL draft stock goes through the roof because we know he's got the traits to be a really good edge rusher. And hopefully with new defensive line tutelage, his pass rush move arsenal becomes a little bit more varied uh, moving forward. But, you know, as far as Harold Perkins, I would like to see him play closer to the line of scrimmage next season to, to get him to what he does best, which is destroying the other, the other team's game plans. C.J. Daniels commits to LSU, the Liberty wide receiver. You did a film breakdown on him. Everybody go to Carter's YouTube channel and, and, and watch that. Uh, Carter, what did you make of what do you make of C.J. Daniels? And I know that there was a lot of discussion on why are we going after a wide receiver? Well, because you don't have a lot of proven guys in there more than this kid. Yeah, and look, Blake, historically for me, so I, I grade every single player that, that comes in, whether you're a transfer or high school, I want to get my own eyes to to get my own eval. And obviously CJ Daniels was, you know, the most high profile guy. Mm-hmm. So he moved up the list. So I watched a good bit of him. And Blake, I grade wide receivers harder because that's the hardest position to play at LSU because there's just so many guys and there's only so many targets. And it's been LSU's best position group of the past decade. So I thought he was good. I, I really do. Um, obviously, there are a few things that do stand out. Level of competition is what everyone will point out. Also, he did line up to the right, and a lot of his plays were down the right sideline. Obviously, with Cortez Hankton and Brian Kelly, one thing that they value in wide receivers is knowing how to play all the positions and lining up wherever else, especially if Sloan's going to call plays a lot like Mike Dimbrock. But that's something he will learn. That I don't think that's really – that big of a hurdle but the one stat that really stood out to me is a stat called yards per route run where it is very sticky right in fantasy and in real life guys that have good yard per route run numbers it's pretty simple how many receiving yards do you get divided by the amount of routes you run cj daniels was number one in all of college football there was not a receiver who was better at yards per route run. So if you go look at the yard per route run leaders, Blake, it's the elite guys only. It's Malik Neighbors. It's Marvin Harrison Jr. It's Lad McConkey. Those were guys in the top five, and those are three bonafide first, second, third round wide receivers in next year's NFL draft. C.J. Daniels was number one in all of college football, and that number is very sticky. So if he can get over what the hurdle What do you mean by of- sticky? That means it's predictive. It means it's something that does translate, right? Because it's an efficiency Translates thing. from like a Liberty to an LSU? Right. It, it translates from level to level. Of course, uh, and, and look, it's going to be a huge step up going from Liberty in the Conference USA with a really good quarterback and a really good play caller to the SEC. That's going to be a jump. And there were a few things that stuck out to me that do concern me, but overall it was good. And yard per round run, it doesn't matter what level you play at. It's a hard stat to conquer. And there were some times where their quarterback, Caden Salter, who's a really good player, 
missed him or wide missed Wide ass open. Right. Wide so the Oregon ass game, open, right. Yeah, the Oregon game, there's an early shot that he missed. Uh, there was another versus Bowling That kid from Oregon's going to be a, 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 a late first, high second round pick. Yeah. And right. I thought – I thought Daniel's game versus Oregon had some really high ups and some really low downs in that one. Um, but it was good to see him play versus an, an elite opponent. And the one thing I really liked about the Oregon film in particular is he blocked well. Um, That's going to be that, my next question. Right. He, he is a he is a pretty good and willing blocker. Now, is he a Kyron, Le- uh, Kyron Lacey level? Probably not. But He's, he uh, His blocking reps, for the most part, were really good. Surprised they took a wide receiver? Because, I, I mean, look, it was the number one question I fielded all weekend. And I was like, I mean, Carter, the thing that I said was no. I, I mean, I think you have a lot of talent in that room. I don't think you have one guy not named Kyron Lacey that's proven. I know what I can get from a Xavion Thomas. Uh, look, Aaron Anderson, I might have been wrong on. Okay? Like, I, I might have been wrong on Aaron Anderson. I, I think Shelton Sampson is is doing some good things. I I might be wrong on Shelton Sampson, but are, are you in the boat with me? I'm just not judging what they do from a personnel standpoint offensively. I, I kind of refuse to. Yeah, so you know, roster numbers are a little bit different. So this is going to be a the, the first year that BK is really going to have to worry about that that 85 good. number. Good, okay. and that is that is a good thing because <laughs> I'd rather cut the, kids than not have enough, and that's a hard part about it. You know, we can get into a philosophical debate about if that's an ethical thing to do, but it's cutthroat. It's a division. I mean, this is LSU, right? Um, it's. I'm not shocked that they took a receiver, Blake. I'm not. It does say what LSU feels about the rest of the room, though. They still like them, but. If you don't know for certain that any one of those guys is going to take a massive leap next season, you needed to go get another guy, right? right? And CJ is a 6'2". Um, he, he's not the same physical behemoth like a BTJ, but he's definitely physical. He's He's got the SEC body type uh, to succeed at this next level. And Blake, you've got sources. You know this better than I do. But there are times when Shelton, and Shelton Saves in particular, in practice, make some dazzling plays um, against, you know, obviously not a not so great secondary that he went up against, but you do see the talent, but it's not something that you know, right? CJ Daniels has production, and with that production, I think he will give you a good floor. A guy like Shelton Sampson probably has a higher ceiling. Maybe some other guys in that room have a higher ceiling as well, but. I am happy they went and got C.J. Daniels, and I, I do think he'll be a solid player for LSU next year. Look, I, I think that he, he had, what, eight catches, 80 yards maybe against um, Oregon. Going now, him coming to an LSU with a – you know, so Carter, he plays better competition. I think he's got a better quarterback with a higher passing upside. Yeah, I mean – so, Caden Salter, I actually like a lot. He is a really good quarterback, but he's a different type of quarterback. I than agree, but it, 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 right. it's like it's like saying, okay, I, I how do I want to how do I want to say this? Um, no, I can't use that. I, it's like using a more polished Robbie Ashford with Salter, a kid that's a little bit more accurate. Yeah, I I, I actually do think Salter will. will at the very least, get get drafted in the next draft. Yeah, I, I don't um, disagree with that, but yeah. you can't deny that from a pure passing standpoint, one, it, I think Garrett is vastly superior from throwing the football than Salter is. I agree but, with that. No, I do. And, you know, here's something else, right? Playing with Garrett Nussmeyer is a very attractive thing if you're a wide receiver. No doubt. Right. Carl, um, I, let me to, – to source something really quickly – they have turned some dudes down <laughs> that want to be here, okay? And yeah. I think that that goes to show, look, when you – so let me stay with me here for just a second, Carter. You brought up something in reference to, to roster numbers. What's that conversation like with Cortez Hankton and Brian Kelly? Hey, Coach, I know we got a crap load of receivers. Will you take a look at this guy? I want him really bad, but I'm not going to pull the trigger until you give me the go-ahead that I have an extra spot. So it's not just Cortez that makes this decision. 
He, you got to go to the head coach, and he's got to woo every goddamn body. It's not just a wide receiving coach that's like, oh, well, why does Cortez got to bring a guy in? This They thought so highly of the kid, okay, regardless if he works here or not. It's just what they had to have done to give up an extra roster spot to get him in here. Yeah, and here's something, Blake, that is frustrating a lot of LSU fans, and this has been filled already with the C.J. Daniels film study I've done. Well, we need other things more than we need wide receivers. Well, this is just the truth of the transfer portal. There's more receivers and skill guys than anywhere than anywhere else, right? Right. You, you, there's not as many great defensive tackles. There's not as many great offensive linemen. There's not as many great pure tight ends. AARP it's Medicare just, supplement. The, it, it's all levels of football. There's a lot of guys out there that can go catch a pass. And like you said, LSU had to be very selective who they were going to get. So they have to really like CJ Daniels, and they do. They really, really, really do. And you, you saw this also with Isaiah Bond, right? Jalen Milrow, that they, Milrow targeted him a lot, right. but Isaiah wanted to go to a pocket quarterback who's actually someone that that throws a football at a high level. Now I hate it that he did that, uh, but he did it. So it's 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 crazy uh, to to see Garrett Nussmeyer get this much respect, and he deserves it because the CJ Daniels knows that Garrett Nussmeyer will put it on the money, and then I'm looking forward to that connection next year. Uh. Carter, there are some players that are in the portal right now. I know that you do not have a DB coach, but a guy like Desmond Ricks uh, that officially hit the portal today. Um, number one, do you think you go back after a guy like Desmond Ricks? Clearly, I think that you do. Um, how difficult do you think it is with not having a DB's coach? It is very hard. I – I'll push a little bit back on the Desmond Riggs thing, just a little bit for this. All you right. do need as many DBs as as you possibly can. It's just they've taken a lot of DBs who've not played a lot recently, and Desmond Ricks is also another guy who's not played a whole lot. I think they need to go get somebody bonafide who has put out good Division One tape um, to bring into this DV, DB room. Um, I'm, I'm – very much open to Desmond Ricks, especially if you can get a few extra roster spots. Um, it was tough to play corner at Alabama this year. They were very good at corner with Terry on Arnold and, of course, Kool-Aid McKinstry. I think Ricks can play at a Division One Power 5 level. It's just I, they, they need, on all levels of the defense, some guys that have Power 5 proven I experience. agree with you. Now, it's hard. It's going to be very hard. But it's not Pause. only the fact that you need starter – I knew it. I knew it. Continue, continue, it. continue, continue. Uh, uh, but they, they, they do need to bring in extra guys just for depth reasons, right? LSU is struggling right now for us to feel comfortable about a first string. It, it, in the SEC, it's not about a first string. It's it's about the second string. Mm. Uh, it's it's about a two and a half string, right? To have an extra guy on top of the second string that you could put in as well. That's what made. That the great defense is the great defense is at LSU. All right, everybody, do us a favor by hitting that like and share. I feel like I'm missing something pretty, pretty vastly here. What am I missing? I don't know. I I just enjoy chatting, man. Okay. Uh, uh, I let's get to that last, and we'll. Uh, oh, I got one for you. I know what I missed. Um, two things. So let's get back to staff for just a minute. Um, if it was Corey Raymond, would they have hired him by now? I don't believe that, Blake. I really don't. You, you've here's one thing people don't quite understand about coaches. Okay, the actual number that you're paying these guys matters. Okay, so you have Bo Davis coming in, and now Bo Davis is making a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Now it's not a fact that LSU doesn't have the money to give uh, Bo Davis that contract. It's well. If he's the guy, then what is the right number for Joe Sloan's promotion? What would be the right number for a DB coach, right? So you, you've got to keep everybody happy when it comes to these contract situations. And with Corey Raymond the last time, there was uh, money was a big thing towards the end of Corey Raymond's tenure, right? Um, because he wasn't the highest paid 
DB coach, but he was still getting paid pretty well, 500-ish K, whatever the number was. So I I don't fully believe that, uh, but I I just think it's 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 anyone at this point. Um, obviously, I hate it that Georgia got T Rob. I I think he was I think he was the best guy out there. Um, I thought it was kind of bizarre that he goes back and interviews with Alabama and then goes back. Um, but but yeah, Blake, what do you think? Do you do you think Corey would have already? Do you think it would have already been sealed? By I don't. Now? I, I just don't know. I I, I, I don't either. I yeah, just I don't know. There are parts of I I understand the argument. I understand the uh, Carter. I understand both sides of it. It just feels like. You know, you, you hire Bo Davis, okay, you hire Kevin Peoples, but, like, what is taking so long? It, it, are we? Is it just the money? Because here's, here's another truth. You ready? He also just got fired. I, I, I keep going back to this, Blake. All right. Once again, the hardest thing for a fan to evaluate is defensive back play. Because you as a fan don't have all 22. And a lot of secondary play, Blake, is if this guy does this, I do this, right? So it's hard to, you know, point out blame in a coverage bus if you don't know the coverage rules. Especially since Nick Saban changed everything. There's a lot of split field coverage stuff that not the normal fan can can relate to, right? So it's hard to put blame right. if any DB coach has, has struggled, right? But this is just a fact that the passing defenses of the last secondary score Raymond as coach have not been great. It's not this is not a hatred towards Corey Raymond. This is not you saying this. This is not necessarily me uh, being pro or against Corey. It's just the truth, Blake. You've shared the numbers on your channel, I've shared it on my channel. So there, there is some cause for concern before you actually make this move, even though if you do make this move, you know it would be popular. And you know a lot of people in, in Tigerland would, would love you forever if you brought Corey Raymond back. Tommy Reese is not going to be retained by Alabama. Thoughts Nor should on- he be. <laughs> Nor should he be. And it's not necessarily Blake that he stunk. All right. Okay. Well, do you, but okay. We'll get to the play calling in in just a minute that he had. You don't think that there's a conversation about him making him an analyst at minimum. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think people understand how much Brian Kelly loves Tommy Reese. I know that's what I, but Carter, (laughs) go ahead. No, 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 no. Look, there is a piece of Brian Kelly that would love nothing more to get Tommy back. Okay. All right. And even, and, and I understand that there would be pushback from some people watching this channel right now. Well, Carter, BK won't, won't like Tommy because Tommy turned him down and then he went to Alabama. That's not really how coaches feel about certain things, right? Brian Kelly looks at Tommy probably like he looks at a, uh, as a son, right? Tommy Reese owes his coaching career to this man, right? And there's something to be said about Brian Kelly giving one of his former players, one of his first quarterbacks, his start in the coaching profession. And then that guy reached the pinnacle, which is being an OC at Notre Dame and being an OC at Alabama. I think Brian Kelly would love to have Tommy Reese back on his staff. But I would also say this, Blake, they should not – Make him the OC. This should be Joe Sloan's job. Joe called a brilliant game versus Wisconsin, which is the single most important job. He just got the best recruit in LSU football history in Bryce Underwood. So Joe Sloan has got to be the guy. And anyone that argues to the contrary is just not making a good argument at all. Both men's and women's basketball fall to Auburn. Um, I was actually intrigued by some of the stuff I saw from the men's team because I think Auburn is one of the best uh, SEC teams uh, out there in men's basketball. Dude, what what happened with Angel Reese and this team on Sunday? Yeah, that was 
for me, Blake, and and you know, as my buddy Sherry Berry and a few others, they they sit and watch every single women's basketball game. I do every too. second I mean, of I it. I just don't talk about it all the time, but I do. Yeah, too. I I I don't watch every single second uh a lot of the games fall in the same times i do live streams and stuff like that but when i get the chance to watch i watch and like that was the worst played worst coached second half in 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 the recent kim mulkey tenure right so i think they're going to bounce back one of these tough road games was going to happen this is typical college basketball stuff where a premium team loses to a team that's not that good at all. When every game is a sellout and you're the Beatles everywhere you go, the target's on your back, you have one uncharacteristically bad, bad, bad game, and they still almost won it. Okay, so I'm not panicking on it. Uh, I, I still think they're going to go to the Final Four and win it all. Oh, so. Let's do it. I, I, I don't want to hear any Haley Van List Lander. She's got an injury she's dealing with. Okay, yeah, I know she's not playing. Well. I know. Just, just, get, get, get off of her. Michaela Williams had her first poor game at LSU. These two are going to bounce back. Flaugé's playing well. Moro's playing well. And I know a lot of people had a lot to say about that final play with Angel Reese. I get why they did what they did. It's just you needed to space the floor a little bit better. So Kim's going to get this thing back on the right track, and this team's going to get it done. You ever heard of the the rapper called Big Sean? Yeah. Last night took an L, but, uh, took an L, but tonight I bounced back. Back bounce back. You know, um, that's what I feel with this with this ladies team. They're like a a, a Big Sean song. Last night Let's took go. an L, but tonight I bounce back. So just, hey, you got it right there. That's that's good. Now leave leave the lyrics to Flaw J. How about that? Yeah, I'll leave it. Uh, we do have a super chat here, actually, too. Rodney D with a four ninety nine dollars super chat. Thank you, Rodney. And Blanche Hudson says, "Did Kelly nearly get fired this year?" Um, Pate responded to a comment I made for not including Kelly as one of the faces of college football. Did I miss something? Uh, Carter did. I mean. <laughs> Brian Kelly ain't almost get fired. I mean, did I miss something? No, okay. I, I and I know Blanche uh, pretty well. I, 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 no, Brian Kelly is on one of the safer seats in college football, especially with what's coming for twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. I'm excited, and everyone watching this should be too. Let's go. See you next Monday, buddy. See you, bud. Cheers. All right, that's Carter the Power, Bryant. Always joining us on Mondays. Always fantastic to have him. Um, good show. Great show. I didn't ask you where you were watching from tonight. Where are y'all watching from tonight? Are you in the 225-985-337-318-225? Where are you listening from tonight? Uh, I, will just, I will just add this in, in reference to um, the women's basketball game from last night. Look, I, it, it's a tough loss. It, 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 it really is. Auburn has not been a great women's basketball team this year. And you went to their place and you, you just didn't play well at all. I, I agree with our guest Carter in reference to it just wasn't a really played well played game or a really well coached game. I do think that they bounced back. I, I know that we, we, we look at them and we want to um, say to ourselves, like, man, there's no reason. This, like, this team shouldn't have two losses on the season. You know, they got Morrow and Van Lith. But sometimes things happen, man. And I'm not bailing on this team whatsoever. I, I still think they're going to be really good. I still think they can make the Final Four. Hell, I think they even even get to a place where they win it. Uh, they are missing Smith in the middle. Um, but I'm not I'm – not, um, I'm not getting out on uh, on them right now. I do think that they need a little bit better bench play. You know, what's Kentari Poole doing? You know, it sucks that she's not here, but yeah. Uh, a lot of people saying they got ice. Any, is, is it snowing at y'all's house? Man, I'd lose it if it snowed at my house. I, I'm just telling you. I, I'm, I don't know when's the last time I saw snow, actually. Um, 
probably wasn't that long ago, maybe 2017, 2018. Then we had that bad snowstorm um, that was here that came down through Louisiana. It's a lot of snow. So, yeah. Y'all be safe out there. We hope to see you tomorrow. In case we don't, be safe. Stay warm. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Until then, we'll see y'all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.